Uh, joining me now is Catherine Ross. Now, Catherine is one of the trustees at Sustainable St Albans. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Nick. Hello. Uh, now, first of all, tell us what Sustainable St Albans is. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me on to, to talk to you about these things. Uh, so Sustainable St Albans, we are a local environmental charity. Uh, we do work all across St Albans district, so Harpenden and the villages as well. And it's all about practical local action by local people in response to the climate and ecological crises. So we do really positive things like we do open food gardens where people can come along and learn how to do fruit and veg. We have thermal imaging cameras so they can find out where the heat loss is from their house. And you probably know us because we are one of the leading organisations behind the annual sustainability festival, SUSFEST. Yes, indeed we do. We love SUSFEST. Now, um, uh, we we are starting a series of uh, weekly conversations with people because uh, we have uh, 16 weeks left until COP26. Now, a lot of people probably won't even know what COP26 is. Uh, so, um, and I've only been learning over the last few days. So, so tell us what, what this climate change conference is all about. So this is the big international climate conference that happens every year, but this year it's happening in the UK. So it's in Glasgow, it's in November, uh, and it's called COP26 because it's the 26th time it's happened and it's called the Conference of the Parties, which is not a very helpful name. So it's the senior uh, leaders, you know, prime ministers and equivalents from around the world coming together to negotiate climate accords. Uh, most people will be aware that six years ago in Paris, was the Paris Climate Accord, the, the vital international uh, climate commitments that all the countries are now signed up to work towards. And that was COP21. Uh, so six years later, it should have been last year, it's this year instead, we're on COP26. And this year, the UK is hosting. Right. And tell us what you hope and expect to come out of, of the conference. They might be two different things, of course. Well, what happens is each time at the COP countries come forward with their own commitments to how much action they can take. Uh, they're called the nationally determined contributions. So the UK brings forward their, their commitment of what they think our country can achieve. So does America, so does China, so does France, all the countries do. And then those, um, those are sort of added together to see how much progress we're making on climate change and global heating. And at the moment, the level that those contributions have been set at, so what countries so far have committed to, would get us to global heating of around 2.9 degrees C, which we know is far, far, far too much. And so what we're aiming for in this year is that people ratchet up, that the countries ratchet up those commitments and agree that they're able to do more uh, and hopefully get us closer to the 1.5 degrees of global heating that scientists say... Uh, will avoid the worst, uh, the worst impacts from climate change. But it's all very well saying you're going to do these things, but it's actually doing them, isn't it? Do you, do you think there is a real, is there any evidence that, that things are going to change? I do, actually. I do. I think there's been an enormous engagement in the last two years, starting really with the youth climate strikes, with Extinction Rebellion, with uh, there's been so much more mainstream understanding here in the UK through things like David Attenborough. Uh, there's such a bigger understanding now of the urgency and the importance of climate change issues. And if you look around the world, more and more countries are starting to make, make net zero carbon commitments in the way that Britain has. 
Uh, so more of the global economy is being covered by commitments and you are starting to see a lot more action in terms of investment in things like solar and wind. Um, so I think I'm, You're I, I remain, I remain hopeful. Good, good. That's a, that's a positive, positive spin on things. And, uh, and let's hope that that turns out to be right. Now we're going to talk about having a conversation about climate. So, so what are your thoughts on, on, on having a conversation with, about climate and why it's so important? It's one of the most important things people can do. It's just normalised talking talking about this as a problem and talking about the things that they're trying to do about it. So there's a there's a really great framework called Count Us In, which sets out the 16 things that people can do that have the highest impact. Uh, and one of those is talk to your friends. Um, another is talk at work, and the third is talk to your MP. So of the 16 highest impact things that they have researched and are telling us to do, three of them are about talking. And I think that's because uh, people take their cues about what's important from their friends and family and from what they see people around them doing. And if there's a problem and no one's talking about it, it doesn't inspire action. Uh, there's a fabulous climate scientist called Catherine Hayhoe. I, I can't praise her highest enough. And she says the number one most effective thing we can do is, is talk about it. Um, we've just recently done a survey of local people over 600 people in the district filled in the survey and one of the questions was are you worried about the climate and ecological crisis and 86 percent of people said that they were so that's you know the vast majority of people in the district are worried about these issues and um so it really helps to to talk about them to talk about why they're important and to talk about what we can do about it and what could we do a bit more than sort of i don't know maybe talking to a neighbor and saying i'm really worried about it um is there is there a way in which we can sort of inform ourselves a bit more so that we can have more meaningful conversations together about about what could be done so there's so much information out there a, a great place to start is our sustainable st albans website if you go into the resources section of the Sustainable St Albans website, you will find all sorts of information on there um, or whatever it is that you want to tackle, whether it's plastic, whether it's getting solar panels, whether it's cycling more, you'll find useful resources on our website. Uh, and I think it's really important for people to remember they don't, you don't have to be an expert to have these conversations. It's not that you're putting yourself forward as being a client sci climate scientist. It's that you're saying to a friend, oh, you know, I've decided to start riding my bike more often because I'm worried about, you know, my carbon footprint. And can you recommend any good bike paths or saying I went out for a meal last night? And I thought I'd try something new. So I had the vegetarian option. It was really tasty. I'm trying to eat, you know, I'm trying to eat more plants and cut back on the meat a bit. Uh, so it's those kind of little informal nudges. But then also, if people want to have a more structured climate conversation, we've got a pack called climate conversations imaginatively <laughs> on our website which gives you like a two hours kind of structured way of having that conversation which would be perfect in your book group for example or at work in a, in a couple of lunch hours or at your church maybe if you've got kind of study groups so we've got pre-prepared materials that people can just get off our website and use to have a climate conversation and give us your website address if you would Catherine 
sustainablestalbans.org. Right, so sustainablestalbans.org is where you can go to um, to help you feel a little bit more informed and less wary of starting a climate conversation. Um, it is quite incredible, isn't it, that the things that are happening on, on sort of big scale. Uh, I was quite surprised to see how much um, actual electricity generation we've got at sea now, for example, um, the wind turbines and so on. So things are happening on a big scale, but it's important. It's it's as much, if not more, perhaps about us cutting down on our electricity use, isn't it, than, than generating more and more. And I suppose many of us don't know how to do those things. So hopefully these discussions over the 16 weeks leading up to COP can, can sort of help us understand the, the things that we can do. But you think it's really important when we're thinking about doing those or trying to find out that we talk to as many other people as possible about it too, because it kind of encourages them, right? Absolutely. It inspires others. And it also, I think it's, um, it's a little extra motivative for yourself, isn't it? Uh, so if you, oh, if you say to a friend, I'm going to try and... <laughs> Eat, I'm going to try and eat vegetarian every Monday, then it might inspire them, but it also might make you feel a bit more. They're going to check up on you on the Tuesday. By having that mean? conversation. <laughs> um, and, and just to come back on what you said before about you know action and seeing more wind electricity as well, you're absolutely right. And it's important to remember that the, the climate and ecological crises, the, the issues are so big, they need action at every level. So they need our politicians to act. They need our companies to act, but they also need us as individuals to act. Um, and that's why we really like the Count Us In framework with the 16 steps, because it shows people what they can do. And um, and it makes it really easy to see what are the most effective changes people can take. And that's things like dialing down your thermostat and uh, eating seasonally, thinking about an electric car when you're coming up to buying your next one. And also, if you register on the Count Us In site, you can see everyone in St Albans who signed up. So you can see that you're one part of a bigger effort. Ah, that's interesting. Where is the Count Us In site? Give us the address for that. So they're countusin.org. There are some hyphens in there. So it's count-us-in.org. And if you go on there, you can find there's a St Albans page. So if you search up in the search box for St Albans, you'll find the St Albans page. Okay, so that's count-us-in.org and look for the St Albans page there and, uh, and you, can, uh, you can say that you're, you're following through the 16 steps. Now, we're going to be covering the 16 steps over the 16 weeks. So uh, if you uh, keep tuned in, uh, then uh, you, can, you can follow along with uh, other people, hopefully, in St Albans. Uh, Catherine, before you leave us, any, any final thoughts that you would want to uh, give on... Um, making a difference, having that conversation? I think, so I'm, I'm a mum. I've got three, three uh, school-aged children. I bet a lot of your listeners are, uh, I've got kids or, or grandkids, and it's worth remembering how much these issues affect them. So there was a piece of research done a little while ago that said that 90% of teenagers and young people are really worried about environmental issues. So I would say in particular, if you're thinking, you know, who to have that conversation with, just reaching out to the young people in your life and asking them, are they worried? Um, and trying to think together about what action you could take as a family. Uh, because it might be that your, your kids are grandkids, kids are actually really fretting about these problems and having someone they can talk to about it would really help them. 
And it sort of re-emphasizes that we're not just doing this for us. In fact, probably we're not doing it for us. We are doing it for future generations and um, and we need to do that now. And I must say, when I sort of think about it, I think, well, I wish we'd discovered all this in the 70s or 80s, but there we are. We are where we are and we need to act uh, pretty quickly, don't we? Well, look, Catherine, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us. I, I hope that you your, your positive uh, approach to COP26 uh, proves to be founded and that we do get some real action um, but in the meantime we can all take some action anyway can't we so uh, start it with a conversation Catherine thank you very much for joining us thank you for having me that's Catherine Ross Catherine is one of the trustees at Sustainable St Albans